Aren't you glad for the word of the Lord? Hallelujah. You keep praying for me. God would lead and guide and direct. And turn into Joshua, the 24th chapter. Joshua 24. Thank God for my church family. Thank God for what He's doing in you. And it's encouraging to me. A lot of people don't think about, uh, sometimes, let me say, they don't think about uh, how encouraging they can be to the preacher. Praise the Lord. But I thank God. I thank God. I'm in battle too. And I thank God we're all on the winning side together. And the help that you are in every part of the service, God bless you for it. The strength, the prayers that you are praying, and the kind things that uh, you do just to be a blessing. Praise the Lord. Whether, hallelujah, whether you're helping lead worship or... Praise God, you brought eggs in so I can have a good sandwich for lunch. Amen. Boy, I had a good egg sandwich today, Sister Susan. Thank you for those eggs. God's good. Amen. What a blessing God's people are. Amen. Y'all so nice to me, it's hard for me to be so mean to you. Hallelujah. No, I don't think it's mean at all. But, but you know, telling the truth, I mean, that's what we're going to talk about. Sometimes it's, it's not always easy. Praise the Lord. Well, let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. God, we uh, we love you tonight and we thank you for just everything we've heard, everything we've felt, God. And Lord, thank you for this family, Lord, that you have put together with your spirit. We're one in you, God, and you get all the glory. Bless each one today. Help us. Lord, have ears to hear what your spirit would say. Help me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord, that I can, Lord, speak your heart and your word to Lord, that you would give us understanding and anointing. Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. amen. Joshua 24. I know we're very familiar, I'm sure most of us, uh, with this scripture. Joshua 24, verse 14. He says, now therefore fear the Lord. How many know that's the beginning of wisdom? He's good. He's he's good. He's loving. He's kind, but he's God. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. Serve ye the Lord. Now listen to this. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, if you got a problem with serving God, If you don't think God's worth serving, if you think that looks like a bad choice, well, choose you this day whom you will serve. There's going to be a lot of different bad choices. He said whether the gods your father served on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. You can look back to Egypt and look at all their gods. You can look around you and see all the the false gods of this land. If they seem better to you, go ahead and choose. But as for me and my house, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can be seated. I want you to understand that it is going to be your choice. Amen. I can't make you. I'm not going to try to make you. I don't want to make you do something against your will. That doesn't help anybody. But Joshua told them that day, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. I, um, 
I, I had a, like I said earlier, I had a busy week. I had some people reaching out, different situations, circumstances that that uh, God opened doors. And uh, in this world, there there's a lot of brokenness, a lot of hurt, a lot of trouble. And uh, I've been a part of that trouble at one time. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I know what it's like to to feel like every day is just depressing. Amen. I know what it's like to feel like nobody could possibly understand. Praise the Lord. But thank God Jesus made a difference. Thank God that Jesus showed me, hallelujah, that light, that truth that makes you free. Amen. Praise God. Thank God He breaks the chains and gives you a new heart, a new life. Amen. And when this world starts to try to drag you down, you can just run right back to Him and get a renewing in your spirit. Hallelujah. We are called on, and really, uh, this week's already shaping up. I've got some some phone calls to make uh, and some people to spend some time with that that uh, that we want to try to help see how great Jesus is. Amen? But throughout this week and, and recently, it seems like more and more I have this conversation with people and, and uh, the problems are overwhelming. Situations that are going on just just unbelievable. And, um, you know, the devil would, would try to destroy you. Amen. You play games with, with sin. You play games. He, he wants to make a fool out of you. You play games with sin. You play games and think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have what, what my, my flesh wants. I'm going to submit myself to yield to temptation and I'll be all right. I'm stronger. I'll tell you, the devil chew you up and spit you out. Amen. The devil like nothing more than to think you, you're going to gain the world and you find out you're so empty and so lost. I talk to people and start talking about how messed up situations are and and uh, say, well, okay. Thank God for mercy. Thank God for grace, sisters singing about tonight. Amen. We're all product of that. If you if you made it, it's because of His mercy. If you're doing well, it's His grace. It's not your strength. We said it this morning. You're not strong. He is. I'm not strong. He is. We just know where to run. But what I have found so often is people saying, I want help. I need help. And you start saying, okay, Jesus is that answer. Turn to Him. Turn to Him. We, we, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about how we got here. But let's talk about how we can get where we need to be. Amen. We don't have to rehash. and <laughs> Let's just turn our lives over to God. Amen. Let's today make a choice. Amen? Let's today make a choice to do something better. If Let's look at those things that are pulling you down and, and choose to say no to that and yes to Jesus. Say, I don't have the strength. God will give you that strength. I don't have the ability. God will give you that ability. This isn't about learning to, to try to say no. It's about running to Jesus. Amen. But what I have found... Is that so many people in desperately tragic situations 
find it very difficult to admit that I have to start making better choices. I have to make a choice. It's not going to happen for me. Amen. They don't look at the next drink as their choice, but it is. They don't look at the next visit to the pusher as their choice, but it is. Amen. But that same way that you reach for that bottle, that same way you reach for the drugs, that same way you go to the relationship that has been destroying you, you can say, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to the altar. I'm going to go to Jesus. Amen. And you can make a choice to do something that's going to take you in a better direction. Sadly. Sadly, I I find people saying, well, just pray for me. Praise the Lord. I'll pray for you. Chances are I've already been praying for you. Chances are before I ever ever pulled up to, to, to sit down with you here and have a cup of coffee or a, or a bite to eat or just, just kind of sit uh, uh, somewhere and talk uh, that I've been praying. But praying is going to help you see you need to make a choice. People don't want to admit that that it's been their choices all along has led them down down the wrong path. I kind of uh, reached out to a friend today that I heard say something uh, about this years ago. And I said, can you remind me of, of, of how you put this? And he said, the masses of men lead lives that, given the choice, they would have never chosen. But they are, in fact, the results of their choices. I can look at people so broken and so hurting and say, and and. and, and, and and no, they would never, if given the choice, would you choose to be in this situation? Would you choose to, to have this kind of, uh, uh, of hurt, of loneliness, of depression, of addiction, of chains of sin in your life, uh, of everything being lost and taken from you, just desolate? Why would anybody ever choose that? But day by day, you've chosen the steps that have taken you here. It's time to choose to serve God. It's so hard to take responsibility for our lives. It's so much easier to say it's not fair. It's just not fair. I I believe that there's a lot of things in life that aren't fair. But I can tell you today that when you face situations that aren't fair, God can make up the difference more than enough to be more than fair to you in His mercy and His grace. Amen. He'll show you love beyond your battle, beyond your situation. He'll give you victory. Amen. Do you need prayer? Of course you do. But is this a matter of prayer or just choosing to, to say, you know what, right now things change. Right now I'm going to start recognizing the, the foolishness in my life and start being wise and reach out to God. Amen? This has been on my heart all week and, and Sister Emily testified about those little choices. I told somebody... Just those almost those exact same words this week sitting down and they're wondering how how the enemy comes in and just destroys and how the enemy just comes in and robs your life and pulls you away from God. I said the will of God is found in those small choices every day. Amen. 
you get up and go your way and you don't have time for God. Your mind is on so many other things. You fill it with, with uh, what's on your phone and what's in this world. And don't spend some time and say, God, I need you today. God, guard my mind. Guard my spirit. Amen. Guide me in your will and help me to be aware of what's going on in my life. Talk to me today. Talk to me today. Lead me today. My sheep hear my voice. Amen. But sometimes it's so tough. There's a lot of times it's tough. I, I, I'm, sometimes I think I, I'm the person you don't want to talk to. <laughs> you think there's going to be an easy answer and everything's going to be happy in your home. Everything's going to be happy on your job. Everything's going to be happy in the church. Uh-uh. It's going to get tough. So, sometimes I've shook my head already and just wondered what you, you, you want me. Things are going to, going to get better. I, God help me. Help me. It's not easy sometimes to be that one sitting down saying, hey, listen, tomorrow can be different, but you're going to have to do different. You're going to have to be different. You're going to have to lean on God. You might not know how to do that, but God's going to help you do that. And there's going to be people around you. You've got to surround yourself with the right people that will help you do well. Amen. Praise God. I, I, I don't have time to, to blame your mom and dad. I don't have time to, to, to blame the, the government or your culture. You can live for God. Amen. You can have victory in your life. It may be too hard for you, but it's nothing's too hard for God. Amen. Make those small choices to say, I'm going to start living for God. I'm going to start being different. I'm going to start saying no to my flesh. You know, sometimes that's tough at first. You've been feeding it for so long, that's just what I'm used to. It's time to be uncomfortable. It's time to be able to say, no, this isn't easy, but it's right. Hallelujah. This isn't what I want, but I I want the outcome. I want the the payday. Amen. So I'm going to do what's not always easy. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I've had people, I'm not... I'm not excited about it. I feel like Paul's teachings and, and what he said to the Corinthian church sometimes is how I feel. He's, he said, I, I wept after I had to tell you what I needed to tell you. I've talked to people in tears that have said, it's, it's got to get better. It can't get any worse. It's got to get better. I believe it's going to get better and say, it won't be better until you start doing better. Say, pray that it gets better. I can pray all I want, but if you're not going to start following what God's put in your life... Amen. You remember Simon the sorcerer? Acts the 8th chapter, I believe. He said, Peter, go ahead and pray for me. Hey, you need to make some changes. I don't care if it is the apostle. Amen. Are are you going to repent of what's in your life? If you're not ready to to give up the sin in your life, no prayer is going to make it any better. And I pray it doesn't get better because I don't want you to go, go to hell and be lost. I want you to be able to turn away from sin and say, you know what? I needed to, to, to I needed God. Amen. Uh, I don't want everybody, anybody to ever doubt that I love them and I want to help them. That's my only motive. But I'm not loving people. I'm not loving people if I if I don't tell them the truth. I'm not loving people. I, that's that's to me. God, God put this on my heart, and it, it kind of, kind of shook me just a little bit. 
start thinking about all the people that are lost, all the people that are bound, all the people that are imprisoned by the devil. And you can look at their sin and you can look at their choices and say, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. But God told me, who's worse? The one committing the sin? Or you if you don't tell them? If you encourage them in their sin, knowing that it's sin, God said, that's, you got a responsibility on you, preacher. Amen. We've all got that responsibility. I don't like to make enemies. I don't like to upset people. I like, you, you have no idea. I know sometimes you say, oh, wouldn't that be awesome to stand up there and tell it? Don't, don't matter what anybody thinks. I, I like people like my preaching. I do. I like when people are my friends. Amen. Maybe you're more spiritual than that. I just think maybe that kind of person has problems that likes making enemies. I love people. But I love them enough to, to not lie to them. Love them enough to tell them, hey, this is, hey, hey, uh, you can do this, but you're going to have to do it. This, this works, amen. This is going to help you. You're not the, the, the one that is the exception. That cross is for everybody. When you say it's too much for me, you're looking at Calvary and saying, that's not enough. You lied when you said it's finished. God's bigger than your battle. I don't have any kind of doubt at all that I can point you to Jesus and He can meet you right where you are. But if I try to help you have an excuse for your sin, make you feel like, oh, you poor thing, how, how, how this just isn't fair and it isn't right, rather than say, hey, come on, let's run to Jesus. Let's get this taken care of. Let's not spend one more day in the hog pan. Amen. It's those small choices day by day that we ignore. I remember a brother years ago came out of drug addiction and uh, found himself in a relapse. That's what they call it. I just call it backslidden. And what it was, he came and poured his heart out to me and said, you know, it just, just came on me like a wave, like a huge wave in the ocean, just, just powered over me and overwhelmed me. There's nothing I could have done. At that moment, he was probably telling the truth. But what I told him was, I've watched you drift for weeks. I've watched you make choices to put less of your heart into prayer, less of your time being faithful and dedicated. What you can do and what you did do, that was a choice every day. Amen. Underestimating the devil... And your past life overestimating your strength. Amen. Not walking carefully, taking chances, making compromises little by little. Help us, Lord. It's those small choices when you say today, I'm not just going to pray, I'm going to pray. Today, I'm not just going to show up at church, but I'm going to get what I need. Devil, you stay out of my way. Amen. You make a choice. Whatever you're going to face tomorrow, hallelujah, you've got to get ready today. Amen. And if you play games today, tomorrow's going to be so difficult for you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Look at Proverbs 20. Let's look at Proverbs 27. This verse is also 
word for word in Proverbs 22, but Proverbs 27, 12 says a prudent man. Just one of those words that's used to be mean wise. A prudent man foreseeth the evil. How many live their lives thinking about today's battle, today's comfort, today's ease. What I, oh, I'll, I, I'm, I'm tired today. I'll get in the Word of God tomorrow. I'm going through a lot today. I'll pray tomorrow. And, and, and you're, you're, you're looking at, oh, this will be the last time I go after that sin. This will be the last time. I, I, I just, I, I'll get over this someday. Little choices. The devil does not have to, to tell you a big lie. There's nobody that believes they're backsliding. Devil just says, "No, you're not backsliding. You just, you're just not as excited about Jesus today. Who's going to condemn you for that? That preacher is going to go on, and you're going to hear him. It doesn't take all that. It's not. You, you're, you're, you love God as much as anybody. You pray, and, and and you know the Bible. You're just as good. And you make a choice to. How did, how could Peter of all people deny that he knows God, the Lord? Amen. He followed afar off. Right." Just followed afar off. Got himself in a vulnerable situation. The prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. You recognize day by day people that are careful, people that are that are prayerful, people that recognize, hey, this is not somewhere we can just be at ease in Zion. There's going to be battles. There's going to be trials. There's going to be troubles. And day by day, i got to be right. i got to be ready. Amen. But the foolish will just go ahead and say, it'll be all right. Worry about that when you face that. Worry about tomorrow when it gets here. I'm not talking about worry so much as being prepared. And recognizing today's choices. Praise the Lord. Your relationship with God. Where you are today is a... You know, God's just good. He's just there. You know, he's he, he's not picking favorites. Hallelujah. You look at somebody that's faithful with God to God. Some of you have been doing this for sister was talking about 25 years. Some of you uh, maybe not even two years just living for God and dedicated to God. But but every day you take uh, take responsibility for your part of that relationship. Amen. Every time you make a choice, a small choice to say, ah, I, I don't care. Somebody else might be a little more particular about, uh, uh, about being dedicated to God. It, uh, it takes those choices, those, those little choices. Amen. To recognize that if you see somebody that's living close to God, that's a culmination of choices, day-by-day choices throughout their li- life. Amen. The quality of their prayer time. The quality of their time in the Word. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of things you can do and get by and feel good about yourself and say, Hey, I'm still, uh, I'm not watching those movies. I'm, I'm, I'm reading something about the Bible. Uh, I'm not uh, running around doing foolish things in sin. I'm, uh, but, but the quality of what you really are putting your heart into. Amen. Amen. The quality of, uh, of, of, of being in the presence of God and your worship. Your faith, just the time you're here today. 
You have a choice of how much you're going to really put in, and that's going to be how much you get out. It's going to be sowing. Sowing those little seeds reaps a great harvest. Sowing when you don't feel like it. Sowing when it's difficult. Sowing when it's uncomfortable. But I'm going to receive from God for those choices. Amen? We've heard it said many times, everybody. You've heard many of you that have been here for a while have heard me talk about child training. And uh, people say, you're so lucky. Look at how they sit and, and have, have, have dinner. And they're, they're polite. You're so lucky. Let me smile and say thank you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. How many, how many hours you've spent... This is how you talk to a waitress. Amen. This is how you, you sit still in a, in a place uh, that, that this isn't all about you. You're going to learn. Amen. But I want this and I want that. No, it's not. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I want. You wouldn't like that. <laughs> what I want to do right now, you, don't want, you want me to control. Hallelujah. But I'm going to make wise choices, honey. Amen. Sweetheart, I'm going to make wise choices that help you. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to what I want. I'm going, to, I'm going to do what's best for this family. So choices like that. I think about that so often. People say it's just, you know, I, I don't have what you have. You know, the, the friendship, the relationship you have with your wife. Go ahead and call me lucky. <laughs> Amen. That's day-by-day day choices. Amen. When you've chosen to be selfish. Amen. When you've chosen to say cruel words. You've sowed seeds. If you want something good, you're going to have to sow something good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That go on and on with my friendships and relationships. That's not always easy. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes some, some of us aren't always, uh, uh, it's easier to, to, to hide and, 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 and think about all your problems and how everybody ought to be coming to me. And, and you say, you know what, that's not how this gets done. You show yourself friendly. Yeah. Yes, Amen. Brother was uh, talking a lot about Brother Campbell here with some of you. And some of you that don't know Brother Campbell, he was a, uh, my pastor and my friend for so long, just a amazing help in my life and and god opened that door but to have that relationship that i've had with him or or my pastor now elder couch or others it it, it's not uh it's not lucky amen you we work on it we have uncomfortable conversations amen sometimes you work through things sometimes you say well i feel like something might be wrong well you work through that amen you know you you make a choice to build something amen well, praise the Lord. In, hear this now. I think it was, uh, was said this morning and this evening about Brother Bob was talking about it. We, we need to understand. Guess what? Things are going wrong. There's battles in your life. The devil's fighting bad. You're still building. Amen. I've been reading the book of Nehemiah. Just got uh, through the book of Nehemiah here uh, this last few days. And and uh, makes me want to preach about Nehemiah building the wall. And uh, we talk about this sometimes they were building this well they had a mind to work they came together with a mind to work amen but the devil's fighting every step of the way not only was the devil fighting but there was problems in the 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 children of god not everything was going great and nehemiah had to deal with some of those things too 
But we tell you so often about that time where the enemy was planning and they knew that he was out there. So he said, we can't stop working now. We're going to have to defend this. We're going to have to hold on to weapons to defend ourselves. But let's keep building. Oh, you're having a bad day. You're still building or tearing down. Amen. You don't have to. Hey, when things are going rough, that's when you need to make wise choices. Hallelujah. When somebody treated me poorly, then don't, don't start tearing things apart. You're going to have to build that back up. I told you about my friend years ago that we'd given Bible studies to at a job uh, a long time ago. One of the first jobs I ever had when I first got married. And, and uh, my foreman was telling me, he, was, he, he came to church and, and uh, we were talking about the Word of God all the time. In, the, in just about every day in, in, in lunch break. And one day he was telling me how he lost his temper. He had a, a new baby later in life. And, and uh, um, his wife was and him got in an argument. And, and he lost his temper. And he screamed and, and, and threw a bottle and, and hit the wall. And, and she got upset. And he said, just get out of here. And she left. And, and, and he said, how dumb am I? Now I'm alone. The baby's crying. And I've got to clean up glass and milk. You know, that's, that's what happens sometimes. We lose control when things are going bad. That's when you need God. Can I tell you something? This is, this is one of those truths. I, it's not easy to say sometimes. But if your experience with God, your definition of being a Christian, only works on good days, what do you have that everybody else doesn't have? See, this is needed not when everything's going your way. I can be kind, I can bear good fruit, I can be gentle, I can be uh, so sweet when everything's going my way, but watch out when I'm having problems. Really? Is that, help us, Lord. You're going to have to make those choices. They're going to count more when things are going rough. When things aren't going your way. And you can make excuses and say, well, you know, it's hard for me right now. No, you're wrong. It's impossible for you. That's when you need God. Get out of the mentality. I said it this morning. I'm going to say it again of what's hard and what's easy and learn how to lean on Jesus. Choices. Choices that we make during the battle are vital. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm sure all the... The, the training and all the, the things Brother Mike's probably been through. If anybody's been through training, he he's, gets training. And uh, I, I don't think there's probably anything that says, hey, when everything's going wrong and, 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 you know, there's problems and people have weapons, you know, don't worry if you lose it a little bit. Don't worry if you just kind of freak out a bit, you know. You know, that happens. Or, no, no, no. That's when you need, that's when the training is necessary. Amen. That's, that's when you need it the most. That's when God, you need God. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians. Philippians 4. This is something that I feel like a lot of times we, we don't recognizes within our ability. Again, we like to say that I'm not responsible. You know, it's just it's just these things are are in my mind. 
Bible says Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing. That's that anxiety. Don't, don't let that get a hold of you. But in everything by prayer. See, there you go. It, prayer needs to be able to overcome anxiety. With thanksgiving, prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Say, well, I tried to thank God. Oh, you can thank God better than that. Amen. Start getting in that mode of thankfulness. See if it doesn't change that. And the peace of God. Brother Chris was talking about tonight, which passes all understanding. Not what you understand, but peace that is bigger than your understanding. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So important for us to choose what we are focusing on in our minds. I feel like God was dealing with me just this week saying it's not so much that you're not thinking about all the problems, thinking about all the things in the world, thinking about things that are evil or sinful. But are you taking time to think on my will, my word, on on my love that I can talk to you, that I can deal with you? Think on these things. Take your imaginations that are against the will of God, cast them down, and start thinking on the things of God. Amen. How much time are we trying to just go over our problems and go over maybe what we need to do and when we ought to just be loving God, thinking on being thankful to God, being listening and and saying, God, teach me and lead me in this. Amen. You have to do that. That's a choice. I'm telling you, you can never get God's best in your life if you live your life so carnal, so full of worry and doubts and fears and and, and just all this world has and getting your focus on that. That's what you look at on your phone. That's what you talk about with those in your family and friends. You're just talking about all these things and then come to church and try to get in the spirit. It's not that easy. And if you feel like you can just turn that off and turn this on, that's, that's not God's will. Think on these things. Get your mind in the Word of God. Get your mind in the promises of God. Get your mind in the love of God. Are you hearing me tonight? It's not just casting down bad thoughts. It's setting my thoughts on things that are right. There are sometimes... I try my best, praise God. You, y'all are looking at me and saying, he just looks down that aisle. He don't look at me. Yeah, you're right. You caught me. Because I just want to, I want to obey God. It's, it's very, very hard for me when I'm like, I wonder what they're thinking about because they sure aren't listening to me. Yeah. I wonder what's going through their mind. Sometimes you look at them. Sometimes I look out there, see people looking across at somebody else. They're thinking, what that devil? And I'm thinking, look at that devil. <laughs> Amen. I'm smiling and you're laughing, but that's exactly what Satan does. Try to turn you against your brother. All that thoughts of how devilish they are. You, you got the devil pegged in the wrong spot. He's, he, God's trying to help you. Amen. 
there's a lot of times people just so disconnected. It's obvious. That's not how God wants us in the Word. He wants us. I, I tell you, there's a difference between somebody just pull it out of the preacher. Amen. Just, 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 just. You feel it, that connection in the spirit, and, and no matter what it is, no matter how tough it is, they're, they're involved in that. And other people, man, just, just get it over with. Sure. Well, praise God. It's not just casting down the bad thoughts. It's putting good thoughts in there. It's a battle sometimes, isn't it? Well, it's hard for me to do that. Sure it is. It's hard for me to stay focused. It's not easy to do good. Anything worth doing, it's going to be a battle. That's why you need God. Amen. Well, you can, you can go down that road. Oh, well, it's harder for me. How do you know how hard it is for anybody? It's more difficult for me. I have problems in that. How do you know other people don't have problems? Hallelujah. The Bible tells you that that's a lie. <laughs> it says there's no temptation taking you that's not common to man. People have dealt with what you're dealing with. We've helped people that are dealing with what you're dealing with. But it's a matter of taking responsibility and making those choices to cast down those thoughts and put them where they need to be. Amen. Well, praise God. I want to I want to give you one more scripture in Proverbs 1. Hallelujah. Proverbs 1. Aren't you thankful for the wisdom of God? I want to be clear on this. I've heard people miss, well, explain it poorly. Because it says, verse 24, because I have called and you refused. I stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have said it not. All my counsel would none of my reproof. Who's talking? Who's, who's reaching? Who's calling? Well, you can back up and see it. Wisdom. Verse 20 says, Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. Can I tell you something? God will be present with you to help you make wise choices. But you have to purposely have an ear to hear. Do what it takes to listen and pay attention. If you're going to make wise choices, you need to have an ear to hear wisdom. And wisdom's talking to you. Wisdom's going to help you when you're at work. Wisdom's going to help you at home. Wisdom will help you when you walk through the church door and the devil's trying to pull you down. But you have a choice. The Bible says, because you have called, I have called and you refused. I know we've all seen it. We've all seen people just purposely, you know, you start getting real kind of involved and and getting in down where we're living, and and all of a sudden, you know, oh, I gotta organize my purse, make sure my keys are there, so I can make a quick getaway. Uh huh. You know, start. Uh, you know, sometimes when you have the musicians come and start have ba- every head bowed and every eye closed, and all of a sudden people start getting real fidgety. They're trying to. They're looking around, and that's why you got preachers constantly saying, "No looking around. <laughs> Bow your heads," because because there's a battle going on. Wisdom's trying to talk to you. Wouldn't it be wise to lay down that sin on an altar? Wouldn't it be wise to say this is going to change tonight? Wouldn't it be wise to just go ahead and love God? But you see people, sometimes you see them folding their arms and just just look at it like, try to move me, preacher. But a lot of people are better than that. Better actors on the outside. But you feel it in your spirit. 
Amen. If the preacher feels it. Amen. And, and people around you generally, if they're praying, they feel it. That resistance, that, that, that pushing away of the Spirit, that grieving the Spirit. Amen. I, I want you to understand. I want you to feel uncomfortable. People know that. People see that. People don't like it. Amen. When I, I want to come in and feel God. I want my family to feel God. I want, I want there to be a revival. I've been praying for this service. And you're sitting there bucking everything that God's trying to do. Amen. You say, well, it doesn't really matter. No, it matters. Hallelujah. You're, it'd be like coming by something's important to you and, and working against it. Wisdom's trying to talk to you and you're, you're, you're pulling away your shoulder. You're blocking your ears. You're not sitting there like this. But in the Spirit, it's exactly what you're doing. You can feel that. Praise God. You don't have to be a living for God too long. You can probably just close your eyes and say, I don't know who it is, but it's over there. I didn't point anywhere because I don't want anybody any more mad at me than you already are. That's right. When your mind is on everything else, amen, how many of you have seen it? I'm not going to preach too long, but I've seen people totally uninterested, nodding off, and they catch themselves. Oh, yes, amen. Yeah, that's what you were doing. You were amening. You fell asleep, and everybody saw it. Oh, glory to God. You're not kidding yourself or anybody else. Amen. Now, sometimes we're tired. I get it. I'm not upset with you. Hallelujah. But listen. Yield to God. Make a choice to yield to God. Make a choice to listen to wisdom. Because you know the tough part of this verse in the Bible. And I want to tell you, a lot of people say, well, preacher, you just, it's just you... You you just preach it so straight and so that's. Do you read your Bible? I'm telling you, it's it's a, some of this is a lot tougher than than the way I'm even bringing it across. Because I've called you refuse, verse 24. I've stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. You have set it not all my counsel with none of my reproof. You made choices to say no to wisdom over and over again. Verse 26 says, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. What does that mean? It means now what are you going to do when that wave is just overtaking you because you said no. When God says get away. When God says step back. When God says that's dangerous. When God says call on me. When God says fall on an altar. And you say no, I'll be alright. No, I'll be alright. And then the calamity comes. That scripture we read, how the wise, the prudent man foresees the evil. One of the best things I can tell you about fighting the devil is stay as far away from it as you can. A lot of things we call, call spiritual warfare are people playing games with sin. Getting as close as they can, saying, I'm not going to hell for this. I'm not going to hell for this. I think I'm safe here. And they get as close as they can to danger and say, hey, go ahead and try to preach against that. Try, try and cause me to be lost. Tell me I'm lost. I'm, I'm praying. And you get, you stay and make choices to get closer and closer. And then bang, calamity. God help us. We got to make choices. Little choices day by day. To say, Lord, I surrender all to you. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Oh, hallelujah. You got to make 
Make the right choice to, to serve God. Make the right choice to, to get the help you need. Get the right cho- make the right choice to, to let go of of everything the enemy's putting in your way. It's those little foxes sometimes that destroy the vines. Come on, let's find a place to pray. It's those little foxes that we say not it's not going to hurt anything. It's going to be all right.
something I believe. My prayers give me the direction and the strength that I need to get up and do better for God. Sometimes people think the prayers are what just makes everything better and everything right. But no, you still got to get up and fight the devil. You still have to get up and have a walk with God. You have to still go through the storm sometimes. And as you prayed and said, God, take this storm away. And he's saying, I'm going to be with you, teaching you and leading you in that storm. I'm going to try to help you to be able to guard your spirit allow it to just lose control anymore when things don't go your way. Hallelujah. It's not a matter of your strength. It's a matter of just you just listen to God. Let Him lead you. If you failed, if you stumbled, make it right. Make it right. Just get more strength in God. Look where you could be doing better. Look where you could be strengthening yourself in God. Make those choices today. Tomorrow, your time with God, your time in the Word, your thoughts, your words, choose. Choose to follow Him. Father, Father, thank You. Thank You again for Your presence here tonight. Thank You for what You're doing in us. I know You're purifying us, God. I know You're refining us in the the fires, God. That's what You do. God, help us to just yield to you. Let you have your way. Let's all stand. God, again, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. It's just been so good to be in your presence. So good, Lord, to hear testimonies giving you glory and, Lord, to feel your touch, your hug, Lord. Thank you. I ask you now to keep us safe as we travel, Lord. Use the shine through us, Lord, throughout this week, God. We'll give you all the glory, all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, church.